Everybody and welcome to another episode of Smoking Underground. Today I am joined, currently right now, by John Viviani. What's up, John? What's happening, dude? Yeah. And uh, we expect Gary, Gary here in a few minutes, but we couldn't keep the live crowd waiting. That's right. That's right. We couldn't do that. Um, we are having a good day today. We are going to talk about Chat GPT. Is and what it means for cigars. And, hey, I've, uh, I've got Chat GT or GPT three point five. I'm not rich and don't have the paying version. Oh, that's true. that's true. I like to ask it, you know, certain questions just to see how accurate it is. It's yeah. fun to ask it questions from a knowing position. I don't want to ask it anything too complicated. We right. can't ask it. Since it's 3.5, anything that's happened in the last three, four years, it's not going to know. Cigars have been here, what, 500 years? At least, minimum. Should we jump into the chat, GPT, or? Well, we got to go over what we're smoking, what we're drinking, things like that a little bit. uh, Well, I I wanted Gary here for that. But you don't want to sit there and hold that cigar. You're right. I don't. I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to tell you what I'm smoking here real quick, and then get right into it, and then we can go into a little bit more detail later. The format will be just a little different while we wait for old Gare Bear. Ah. Well, Devin is admiring. We have a profinity. Is that the word I want affinity. for L- Lanceros? We do have an affinity yeah. for Lanceros. That is true. Yeah, and that's what I said. Affinity. And you said affinity. Well, whatever I said, it's on tape. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing the Asylum 13 Ogre Lancero this evening. That's right. That's right. 7 by 38 Lancero. Uh, it is a barber pole with a ra- wrapper of Habano and Candela from Nicaragua. I knew yeah, I love it. Barber pole of Lancero. What a controversial cigar. Binder right. is Nicaraguan. Filler is Nicaraguan. I mean, it's it's an asylum. Yeah. True and through and two and two. Uh, the thing that I'm enjoying looking at it, admiring it, is it technically does have a pigtail on the end of it, but it is the most elaborate looking pigtail I've ever seen in that it is gently spiraled, twizzled up and then gently spiraled around and stuck in place. Uh, so that is, it speaks to the quality of it, I would say. And then on top of that, at the foot of the cigar, it seems like it's got another band of candela right around the edge, kind of like a a crown or something, you know, just right on the end here, which I wasn't expecting to see. I've smoked a few of those. I never even noticed that. Yeah. I don't feel like I've seen it in the other ones before, to be honest with you. This seems like the first time I've ever seen this. Maybe that's well, something I'm new. trying to remember if that's the production cigar or uh, a TAA release of that cigar. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a TAA version because it's this is immaculate. Like This thing is the most 
the, the best looking cigar I've seen in a while in the Ogre Lancero version. I, I think this one was overly well, done. Well, I'm, I'm reading a review from uh, 2015 on this cigar and perfectly uh, rolled and firm in the hand. A cap of the cigar features a pigtail and the foot is well packed with a piece of candela wrapped around the first quarter inch of the cigar. Yeah, kind of nice. Uh, so what are you thinking of the uh, band on it? Just uh, It's a pretty standard uh, Asylum 13 band. There's yeah, nothing I mean, spectacular about it. Black and white every day, at, you know. Yeah. Well, it's one of the things. I mean, if Asylum, I'm imagining, has 100,000 of the same bands printed, it's a right. heck of a lot cheaper than having 10,000 cigar. Right. And, you know, it's a, it's a very price-friendly point on this cigar being a sub <laughs> sub ten dollar cigar. Well, it's got a it's got a nice toast on it. Very, very, very pleasant, as you'd expect with some candela. I gotta tell you, John, the toasting and the smelling of the toast has become a new favorite passion of mine with any cigar. Like it's like I'm learning to predict the quality of the cigar by what the toast smells like. And if it doesn't smell very good, I'm probably not gonna enjoy it. Light's really I'm easy. It's because it's a smaller, you know, you know, diameter on it. So it's nice. It's got that nice spice to it. It's got, you can taste the candela. The candela is not overwhelmed by the Maduro. Uh, I would say overall, this is a uh, spectacular, spectacular cigar. Now I found it extremely enjoyable. I mean, it packs everything. The candela stands out and why Candela is the cheapest, kind of fastest growing tobacco. I just, you know, I love it. I love the little bit of sweetness. I think it lightens the cigar just a touch. Uh, I agree. It's a nice, easy smoke. I much prefer the Lancero uh, Barber Pole from Asylum as opposed to any of the other Barber Poles, you know. And I mean, I don't get, a, get into the 660s in that, but right. I just, you know. Well, I smoked a um, a Tabernacle uh, Lancero the other night, and it was really good, but it was dark. And I, I got to say, I'm really enjoying this. It's like a it's like a step down as far as darkness because the candela just wraps it and then just says, "Hey, let's add a little bit of spice to this and lighten up just a tad." It's Nicaraguan with you know slight pepper notes to it in the first third, but it's not. A very powerful Nicaraguan. It's not a very powerful spice. Right. It's not. It's, uh, you know me, I'm always looking for my Camacho Candela again. And I've, I've, like, never heard, I've never heard that. No? Oh, I don't think I've ever mentioned it. Uh, this may be the no, first actually, time Actually, we're probably going to have to take make that a drinking game. Anytime <laughs> yes. Devin says Camacho Candela, take a shot. We will warn you, we're not encouraging you to drive after a show. <laughs> That's right. Why I'm on that, what are you pairing with tonight? So tonight, I decided to go completely different. The libation of choice brought to you by Whiskey Tobacco Fellowship is Dos Equis Lager. I know, a beer, just a straight beer. Because I really have been enjoying it lately, and... I knew the cigar we were going to smoke, and I knew the complexities and textures in it, and I didn't want anything to overshadow it. 
I didn't want anything to set aside. I wanted an easy pairing. And beer is typically easier to pair than whiskey or bourbon or stuff like that. So beer can, it's lighter alcohol content. It's lighter weight comparatively. It goes pretty well with just about anything. But I really wanted to pair the Candela flavor with a Dos Equis. Because I don't think I ever have before, so I wanted to see how it went, and I was exactly right. It goes very well together. I think a, a beer pairs very well with. It just seems to be right for an asylum. It's yeah, an asylum's an everyday working man cigar. Yeah, and I know the Lanceros kind of get uh, shunned on sometimes by some people because oh, they're just too. The ring gauge is too small. I don't I don't look manly enough for something when I smoke it, but you're missing out. You are definitely missing out. This is this is right up the alley of you definitely need to have this in your repertoire. Well that's those that's those that look at their egos instead of the flavor and, and of course the cigar itself. Right. Which is exactly. Sad. I hate that, you know. Yeah. Because you're like you said, I mean, you nailed it. You're missing out. You know. You really are. This is yeah. more than just a a little little um, uh, cigar that is uh, looks like a cigarette and on a little one of those little extension looking right. things, you know. Uh, but yeah, Lance Heroes, where's that? That and Corona. Oh, yeah. Boy, yeah. Yes, well, sir. we've got some guys in the shop who I've I've done trying to convince them, Gary. I was done. I was just like, okay, yeah. they come in and they buy the biggest fattest ring gauge they can, and that's all they will smoke. They will not smoke anything else. I got a customer who will buy like six or seven out of them at a time every week. And he I will not. We all it. have our, our regulars that they won't smoke anything less than a 70 ring gauge. Uh, Sam to disco, you know, boy, uh, he was a regular in there. He and I good buddies and man, he wouldn't, he wouldn't smoke anything under a 60, you know, he loved the 70. I think there was a point in my life. I think about the time the original inch came out that I was stuck on sixties. Right. And ever since I got off of them, I, I just I just can't go back. I don't like big range big uh, big range gauge cigars anyway. I just can't have it. I was just thinking though, I don't like the sixty, but the new Lunatic ten by one hundred, they did it as a torpedo. Hmm. So hmm. it tapers. So you're not sticking an inch and a half into your mouth. <laughs> Does anybody do a sixty ring gauge torpedo? Now, my constant threat with Lanceros is smoking them too fast because I always catch myself smoking them way too fast. So I'm, I'm guessing nobody knows of a 60 ring gauge torpedo. I want to say that I do, but I, uh, I do. Actually, I do know of a 60 ring gauge torpedo, uh, but it is, uh, I don't think it's fair, uh, and it would be the nub. Um, yeah, I could see yeah. that. The nub's not a torpedo. It. Is it not? No. I know that they do make torpedoes. All right, let me rephrase that. Uh, figurados. So I know that they have a torpedo type shape on the end. So, uh, you know, whether. I always be... took a nub as a blunt end. No, they make them torpedoes. Make them make figurados. So, Gary, how are you enjoying the, uh, the Lance Arrow? I just lit it. Just All now. Right. Yeah, a friend of mine pulled me away here, so I was I was late coming on the show. Sorry about that. I had to go see a man about a horse, and boy, I'm telling you, we talked too. 
My goodness, we go. <laughs> Sorry well, about that. We are. Uh, I'm pairing today with Dosekis. Are you no kidding? Yes, Which sir. one? Uh, the Dos only Equis. one I know of. Dosekis Lager. Oh, Dosekis, Dosekis Amber, Dosekis Green. Which one? The Lager. That's it. The Lager Especial. That's the green. Oh, one. the Amber. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, the Lager. Yeah. If you say Dosecchi's Amber, it comes in the other bottle. If you say Dosecchi's Lager, it comes in the green bottle. Oh, okay. So you're smoking the Dosecchi Green, right? Okay. Yeah. Good deal. Yeah, because it comes in it comes in an amber, uh, comes in amber, and then it comes in a green. So just making sure. Cool. Amber's uh, pretty good too. I like. Uh, well, I love amber, man. Yeah. Well, I, I like to right freak there, out the. Uh, what you got right there goes great with Mexican food. Oh, yeah. Most well, I was just about to say, I like to freak out the, uh, when I go to a Mexican restaurant, freak out the uh, waiter because I'll order a lager and then I'll do an amber afterwards and look at me and go, oh, is that what you meant the first time? I'm like, no, I just wanted to switch it up. He goes, oh, oh, okay. He always, he always <laughs> thinks that he messed it up. It's hilarious. Uh, throw him a curveball. Let him know you'll de-tip him. Well, oh. our subject matter tonight is going to be lightly touching on chat GPT. I, honestly, I was thinking ways we could incorporate that into cigars. I was thinking, I haven't done this yet, and I, you know, we might try this. I don't know if John has tried it, but you try to get chat GPT to give us the best description of a, of a cigar to see what it comes up with, because it's going to scour the internet for descriptions of cigars and i want to see if it can describe something the way the manufacturer describes something you know well i just started with putting in what is a cigar okay and the answer it gave me is a cigar is a tightly rolled bundle of dried and fermented tobacco leaves that is typically ignited and smoked it is a traditional form of smoking tobacco and is known for its distinctive aroma flavor, and cultural significance. Cigars come in various sizes, shapes, and types, and they're often associated with luxury, relaxation, and social occasions. Um, that's not bad. It, that's uh, oh. paragraph one. It's actually a four-paragraph article. Second paragraph is pretty good. And then third paragraph is cigar smoking is often considered a leisurely activity with enthusiasts savoring the complex flavors and aromas. So it's kind of repeating itself a little bit. And the fourth paragraph is a health warning, which uh, I'd give it that. <laughs> and again, like I said earlier in the show, we're using chat GPT 3.5. So everything is 2018, 2019 or older. Everything else lies after that. Well, I've noticed in the last couple of weeks on it, it is actually putting disclaimers and saying, mm -hmm. as of two thousand, yeah. you know, September of two thousand nineteen, or whatever it is, yeah. the information I have is. Gotcha. So it's doing that, and I don't trust it really to do research for me. I do my own research on Google. I guess what I'm asking it normally is either to rewrite something professionally for me. Or I'm asking it questions I know the answer to just to check the accuracy. And it's it really hasn't got anything wrong wrong. Right. But sometimes if you regenerate it then it, it 
it's too vague on the first answer. You regenerate and gets very specific, and it can kind of nail it. What else do we want to ask it? I'd like it to describe to me something along the lines of, we want to know what the richness of a cigar is, what the appeal is of a cigar that has to do with the flavor, not just the leisurely activity. I'm just going to do what is the appeal of a cigar? Because I get that question quite often from especially females that come in with their boyfriend and I don't understand what. That's going to be another redundant answer. Right. I could see it being a redundant answer. It's still generating. Boy, that must be a complicated one for the yeah. GBT. Mm, I've never had yeah. it take this long. Sure. <laughs> uh, it's very busy right now. <laughs> okay. There, there we, go. we go. There it is. I wouldn't Same. disagree with it. I Same mean, it gave thing. us eight. The appeal of a cigar could vary from person to person and then encompasses a combination of sensory, social, and cultural factors. Ah, that's a bullshit it, answer. Well, no, because then it goes, here are some aspects that contribute to the appeal. Flavor and aroma. It does give descriptions on all these, but I'm not going to sit here and have a podcast that I read to you. Right, right, right. Uh, flavor and aroma. Ritual and relaxation. I never really thought about the ritual side of it. Uh, social interaction. Me either. Which is my biggest appeal, I think, with cigars. Uh. Celebration and special occasions. Craftsmanship and tradition. Interesting. Escapism. Collector's appeal. Concur. And personal expression. I know people that are, I would say, all eight of those. I think ritual and relaxation could be divided out. Like I said, I've never really thought about cigar smoking as a ritual. But I also think back to the Indians and or Native Americans. You know, they used to use tobacco, you know, smoke the peace pipe, etc. Yeah. Can you get it to describe a cigar? Describe the Asylum 13 Ogre. The flavor notes of the, you know, I want something, I want to see if it can say like, it's got a, a spice a spice to it. Like I want to see the comparison um, that the company says, and I want to see Chat GPT see if they can figure it out. Oh, there you go, John. Nice. I did something. Asylum seems a little too narrow, so I did uh, describe a Hemingway cigar. Yeah. Are you able to read you, read it there, Gary, off the screen? Yeah, yeah. A Hemingway a cigar typically refers. To a specific line of cigars produced by Arturo Fuente Cigar Company, named in honor of the renowned American author Ernest Hemingway, these cigars are known for the distinctive shape and premium quality. The Hemingway series features a collection of figurado-shaped cigars, which means that they have a tapered and pointed end, giving them an elegant and unique appearance. Of course, it goes down. It keeps going down. Keeps going down to sub or point uh, bullet points. And uh, bullet point one would be figurado shaped. Bullet point two would be a high quality tobacco. Uh, three would be skillful construction, which I'll agree there. Very right. good on both uh, on both one through three, of course. Number four would be smooth and flavorful. Number five would be short smoke time. Okay, the short smoke time, don't know about. Now, of course, you go to the short story, 
then uh, in the work of art, yes, you do that as well as between the lines. Well, it did highlight that the the most popular version right. is the short story, so okay. I can see where it derived that from. Yeah, there you go. So that's that's a variable, uh, and in this particular case, limited availability, uh, which some of the some of the line of Hemingway is is limited available. We'll just say. Uh, the between the lines and in between the lines, the in between the lines and between the lines are Barbara Pole, Maduro, and Connecticut um, that are uh, are rolled in together as a Barbara Pole again. But to go with what Devin was going after in mm -hmm. number four, uh -huh. smooth and flavorful. Mm -hmm. Hemingway cigars are often described as having a smooth and refined smoke with complex flavors. Mm -hmm. They might offer notes of wood earth spices and sometimes a touch of sweetness perfect yeah it's not bad about. at all nope. yeah the interesting note about chat gpt is um i know some marketing companies that are now using it to write some of their marketing ideas they, sure. they just put in a few yeah. things and they're like he'll cut the chat gpt will come up with a uh a site plan for me or a map of some marketing ideas and i'll just use those to jump off of everything it's been a godsend Oh yeah, it's it's a very useful tool if you're carefully using it. There, I heard a story about a lawyer who just about got disbarred because he researched something on ChatGPT, and ChatGPT made up the entire thing that Ooh, it wow. was a Ooh. case and came up with names and dates and etc. So this attorney filed a lawsuit. <clears throat> And when it was presented to the judge, the judge called bullshit. <laughs> and where did you get this? And the guy said, well, I was doing some research at ChatGPT. And the judge almost disbarred the lawyer yeah. uh, <laughs> for filing a frivolous lawsuit because he didn't properly research it. Yeah, that's hilarious. U user beware. I have used it to rewrite my resume. I've used it to write cover letters. There is a AI program I almost use daily now called Audio Pen, and it's on my phone. I have the free version. What does that do? Free version's great, and what it gives you three minutes to talk to it, and you can give it random information. Okay. And when it's done, it compiles it and writes it out into a really nice um, couple of paragraphs. Um, on one of my other podcasts, I listed, I, get, I dictated to it for about two and a half minutes, a letter to a guest that I want to have on that podcast. And this guest writes for Bloomberg. They responded... Yes, this sounds great, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I got everything I wanted, and I guarantee you if I would have sent the drivel that I dictated in there, <laughs> the, this person would have said, no, I, I write for Bloomberg. I don't need to talk to these idiots. Right. I dictated or gave it some information the other night for a cover letter. I wanted to apply for this thing, and... I couldn't write the cover letter. I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't get a flow going. Right. So I dictated to it and it gave me back about three paragraphs, which I didn't use, but I built off of, I edited some lines and changed sentences and yeah, made it, possible. Up, it, yeah. ga it gave me the 
template to work from. The thing's great. This is the free version. If you do the paid version, and the gentleman who created the software has two paid versions, 75 bucks a year or $150 for as long as the software is active. Wow, that's not a bad price. No, and brother, it's going to rise like a balloon, too. The way it works, I'm, I'm... I love I love the guy is upfront and honest. He doesn't say $150 lifetime subscription. Right. He's saying for basically the life of the software. And I really like that. For as long as I could decide to continue to develop this, you will have access. Right. And when you pay, you can do up to five five minutes or no, fifteen minutes. You can upload a YouTube video to it. The gentleman who taught me about it uploads YouTube videos to it. Okay. And it will give you back a three-paragraph summary of the YouTube video. Does it do annotation? (laughs) Does it do what? Does it annotate? Does it? uh, It'll put everything that said in the YouTube video into paragraphs. Yep. Um, Or it'll do when you have the paid version. It'll do bullet points. Wow. Um, It'll. There's like five or six different ways it'll give the 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 output to you. If you upload samples of your writing, it will give you back the answer in your writing style. The gentleman who told me about this has a couple of books out there, and he put in a couple samples from his books. And now he has a way that this thing will write letters in his style. There you and go. It's it's one of the most impressive pieces of AI I've seen. That's pretty cool. Mm, it is. Um, another use I've seen of it, and uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say who this person was, but they got the idea from South Park. God, they're not they're not the kind of person to really help people when they're going through emotional struggles. So they literally will type into the app and say. This person's going through this. What can I say to this person to be supportive? And then they'll send the text back to them. And it goes, it's any better than anything I would have ever come up with. <laughs> so on South Park, they one of the characters used it to reply back to his girlfriend. Because his girlfriend, he's like, my, my freaking girlfriend's always sending me stupid messages. And then I never know how to reply back to him. I just asked chat gpt and she come and, and it comes up with the best responses <laughs> I've, I've seen that episode and you want to know the funny thing the a backstory on that episode what's that a podcast i listen to has uh one of the hosts is a former writer for seinfeld and his buddies with seinfeld and that yeah so he writes comedy his neighbor is trey parker Nice. And he was doing that last October, November, December. Yeah. He he was writing love letters to his wife using Chat GPT and he eventually <laughs> fessed up to her about it. God. And actually him talking about Chat GPT is what finally got me on it. He's never said whether or not he mentioned it to Trey or potentially Trey listens to his podcast or whatever. <laughs> but there's a really close, funny thing there that, you know, this writer is doing it who lives two doors down from Trey Parker. You know, so. Nice. nice. Who's Trey Parker? Yeah, He's one of the creators of South Park. Of South Park. 
Oh, okay, that's better. Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Gotcha. Figured I'd enlighten people out there. I'll have to get that AI pin, though. I think that's a great idea. I'll uh, send you a link for it. Woo! And I'll send you a short little video on it. Actually, Perfect. I think, I, think I, yep, I still have them both up here. So it'll be a referral link, but it's not my referral link. So it's somebody else to get the bucket gotcha. to. And I'll put it in the show notes for everybody also in case you Thank you. That way I can it. reach them. Well, so far, this cigar has been very mellow. I am still smoking it too fast, but Me I have too. enjoyed every single puff of it. Now, it doesn't have the. The appeal of like the creaminess and you know, you know something like a really good scotch. It's not an up in that range, but it's definitely got the pack of flavor that you get out of a Lancero because the ogre comes in a Lancero and a normal size cigar, and I don't know. I think I like the Lancero better. Wow, John, that's uh, that's kind of cool. It was kind of kind funny of cool. because you were talking about the sizes the ogre came in, and I yeah. just typed in Asylum 13 Ogre. What did they come up with? A lot of very accurate information. Well, but nice. you were talking sizes, and it very was typing so. out at that very moment. The Asylum yeah. 13 Ogre is available in various sizes, ranging from Robusto to larger Vitolas, allowing smokers to choose their preferred smoking time and experience. And I love that. It's something yes. that yes. Uh, Jason Robinette used to talk about all the time, that a cigar size is designed for time and the time. allotted time to smoke yep. the cigar. Right. That's right. And the fact that chat GPT picked that up somewhere, I'm, I'm real impressed. That's yeah, I, I was actually discussing that with a customer. I had a new guy come in Tuesday, and he was he's like, man, I don't. You know, I like I like my cigars a little smaller or something like that. And I was like, I was trying to tell him the length of the cigar is based on the time you have. And I'm telling yeah. you, you saw his brain light up like, really? Yeah. Yeah. The longer the cigar, the longer it lasts. It doesn't really matter how much the ring gauge is. It matters more so the length of the cigar, generally speaking. Okay. Instead of me asking you guys i'm gonna read this and tell me if you agree with it flavor profile the combination of the two wrappers often leads to a complex flavor profile the candela wrapper is known for its slightly grassy or vegetal flavors while the maduro wrapper tends to contribute to uh, richer and sweeter notes like cocoa coffee and sometimes spice the interplay of these flavors is what makes the ogre blend intriguing to many cigar enthusiasts. Are you getting any of those notes? Or is that just a too general of a flavor profile? Uh, everything but the cocoa. I don't get that at all off of this stick. But I'm getting the cocoa, but I'm not getting grassy. I, I You know, it's funny is I get the grassy from the candela, really? but I think my palate's more trained... I focus more on Candela than I do anything okay. else. Because Where I, are you in yeah. the cigar, Gary? Uh, I'm about maybe two-thirds. Uh, I'm about maybe... I got about two-thirds left. Okay, so you're just there. finishing up the first third. Where yeah, are you in the cigar, Devin? Dev's in the last third. Last third. Yeah, he's... yeah. I'm he's wondering if that's why you guys are getting a difference in flavor. Probably. Very well could be. 
Yeah. Because, you know, it seems that cigars are, you know, they do change flavors through. And it's sometimes in the thirds or so. Well, let me do a purge on mine real quick and see if I can get something while I still got some length left. Do a purge. Purge. But I think it did a really nice. I think um, it did too. Yeah. It's all over it, in my opinion. Yeah. Really. Well, is. let's throw out another cigar to it. Um, all right. You want to do a Cuban? See what happens? Yes. Let's see what it yeah. says about Cubans. Yeah. Let's do the Cuban. Let's do a Cohiba. And just Cohiba. see what it says. The, uh, <laughs> Cohiba, too, too vague. Esplendida. Um, Esplendida. Huh? Esplendida. I got to have something I can spell. Oh, God. Wah, wah. Do a Partagus number two. D, D, Partagus uh, number two. D. Partagus D number four. Number two. Artigas D number four? Just, yeah. Go ahead and just put in number two and see what it comes up with. Artigas D number two, yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I am. Wow. I wow. am taken aback about. That's, that's crazy. That's about. Crazy. <laughs> I, I didn't. Wow. Well, read it out. What does it say? The listeners can't hear what you're looking at. <laughs> well, I, I don't don't want to read the whole thing. Gary, you summarize. I read the last one. In the summary above, there it says a part of Series D number two is a highly regarded and, uh, and classic Cuban cigar produced by Abanos S.A., the Cuban state-owned company responsible for the production and distribution of Cuban cigars. The particular cigar is known for its robust profile, uh, robust flavor profile, and has become one of the iconic offerings from the Partagus brand. Here's some of the information about the Partagus uh, Series D number two, and it goes along the size and shape, which is fantastic. Um, you know, it's a Toro-sized uh, cigar. Uh, and relatively large in length, about 6.1 inches. Uh, it's 156 millimeter and a ring gauge of 52. So, of course, wrapper and binder, it's all Cuban tobacco, wrapper, binder, filler, quality Cuban tobacco. Flavor profile, uh, it's known for its full body and intense flavor. Uh, spice, leather, and undertones of cocoa and coffee. Drink is uh, considered to be stronger and uh, flavor spectrum, full body, in uh, robust character. Interesting. Character. Uh, yeah, and it's mainly made for experienced smokers. Accustomed right. to stronger type flavor. Uh, nicotine content is what it says. Construction and aging uh, is typically high quality, uh, which is, uh, I guess you could call it that. You know, I don't, but that's all right. Uh, that's that's going to be, I think that's going to be a cliche there. Uh, culture significance, Particus is one of the oldest and most respected Cuban cigar brands with a rich history of dating back to the 19th century, which uh, agree. That's neat right there. Enthusiasts who appreciate the heritage, which is neat. Yeah, a.k.a. Cuban tobacco. Availability, the availability of a Cuban cigar uh, to be subject to various factors, uh, including global demand, blah, 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 on that there. Yeah, yeah. so... Uh, and it's known to be reputable, talking about the Cuban brand uh, or the Partagas brand. Yeah. So it's very, I mean, very impressive. Very impressive. They pretty much put that on a dime. Nice. That's nice. 
Well, I mean, it's doing a search and it's just finding data points of the that information. Well, that's sure, exactly sure. what it's yeah, doing. Is yeah, it? exactly. Yeah, and it goes through the internet and takes all the information from the internet, but it's getting it fairly exact. It doesn't seem to be making stuff up here. That's right. correct. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. See, and that's what I'd actually want it to do is I, I would love to see it develop a a way of describing a cigar in a particular style, if that makes any sense. I don't have an example of what I'm talking about, but being like, uh, the next question I thought of was, uh, ask it something about Oscuros, something very specific about Oscuro cigars, where even if it pulled data points, it still would have to summarize or put something, it'd have to create something new. You know what I mean? Yeah, you or could, uh, John, you could put in the La Florida Medicana Oscuro if you wanted to. Um, uh, however you like, or yeah, just Oscuro cigar, whichever you like. Yeah. But again, that's gonna that's gonna pull from just data points from it. I'm like, I wonder if it can. Well, here's describe. one. Here's one. It's slightly missed. Yeah, it is. As yeah, of they, my they last knowledge update of September 2021, I don't have specific information about a Oscuro cigar. Uh huh. Well, at least it is possible that this is a brand of cigar that has emerged after this date, and it gives you all that BS. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's not but, even acknowledging the Oscuro. Oscuro. Even on a regeneration, it the regeneration just added a paragraph saying, yeah, as always, when did. exploring new cigar brands or lines, yeah. it is a good idea to purchase from authorized and reputable retailers. Same answer, just different style. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was three paragraphs instead of two. Yeah. It, it's not perfect, but it could be something that might want to suggest, you know, even to Harris, especially for some of our newer employees, that if somebody comes in and asks about a cigar we don't stock, if they put it in here, it'll give them a pretty good. Yeah, unless they ask for an Oscuro. <laughs> well. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I just hit a good, good section of this stick. It, Man, Devin's wow, down man. to the uh, Devin's down to the last eighth of the cigar there. He's and doing something just fingers. hit really hard. Like I'm getting massive amounts of different flavor notes from it. Oh, that's so cool. That's really cool. I wanted to do a, a really quick. Has nothing to do with this. A quick shout out to my buddy Sid. He messaged me a couple of weeks ago about uh, this podcast because my sister told him that I did it, and he has started listening to it and really enjoying it. He even sends me messages every once in a while about he'll be at the gym listening to it. Hey, to see and it. so shout out to Sid and uh, hey, Sid. his YouTube channel, the limited breakdown, uh, just because he's been such a great friend over the years. And I just, what's to the limited that. breakdown? What is that? Uh, he does just reviews of stuff, you know, TV shows, movies, Marvel, you know, just typical nerd stuff. It's, it's pretty yeah. good. I'd have to say, and it's it's good to see him again. Is, yeah. is all I got to say. Now, but, Devin John yeah. just put in uh, a similar cigar to Olive, uh, Oliva V series. Okay. Okay. Uh, you wait till you hear this. Read oh, it off, boy. brother. John, you want it or you'll make it. The Oliva Series V is known for <laughs> its full-bodied flavor profile with rich and complex notes. If you're looking for cigars similar to the Oliva Serie V, here are a few options from other well-regarded well brands that you might enjoy. God, this is good. Hang on. 
Should I skip number one and go back to it later? Uh, yes. Yes, please do. Yeah, that uh, would be great. Liga Provada number nine by Drew Estate. <laughs> La Aroma. Yeah, no. La Aroma de Cuba, Mi Amor. Okay, I can sort of see that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Arturo Fuente oh, Opus F. Negative. Negative. No, definitely I missed not. that one. Number five is a Cuban cigar, but uh, Ramon Alanones by A.J. Fernandez. R Ramon okay. uh, Ramonionis is okay. how it's pronounced. Ramonionis. Yes, that's correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's, that's, it's a, that's an American-made type cigar by A.J. Fernandez taken off by the Cuban, Cuban brand. You're right, right. John. Right. Yeah. And Rocky Patel Decade. Yeah, that I can see very yeah, easily, see actually. That. Yeah. Now, are you ready? You ready, Dev? Yeah, now, the so, ones so, I don't like are the number nine, Liga Provada number nine, yeah, and I agree. Opus X. So I just agree. so everybody knows, I can't see the screen right now, so I'm kind of acting like the the audio audience, and that's the reason they're reading it off. So I can't oh. see what number one is, and they're, oh. they're doing that on purpose. So what is number one? Oh, you'll love this. It's one. known John. for its exceptional quality and flavor. It offers a rich and full-bodied smoking experience with notes of cocoa, coffee, and spice. And it's from a highly respected brand that produces premium Nicaraguan cigars. And you know it, the, you know it, Devin. You know it. The 1964 anniversary series from Padron. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I I shouldn't say that. Oh my gosh. Don't get me wrong. Oliva oh. is a great brand. There it is. But like, there's a difference in price points for a reason. Yeah. But the question, yeah. the question is, do you think the two cigars are similar enough that they could be, you could upsell somebody from a Series V to Freak. a 1964? You know what I'm going to do, John, is I'm going to get both of those and I'm going to smoke them practically back to back and test that theory out. How about I, that? I will say this. I will say not the Maduro series, but the Sun Grown series could possibly be somewhat close. Right. Okay. Because when I, I think can, of Maduro, I, I don't that. even even Oliva's Maduros, they're not they're not super Maduros. They're not like mm -mm. make you dizzy, knock you off your mm -mm. butt. But they're yeah. good. Don't get me wrong. Oliva yeah. makes some really good stuff. But they sure do. They are. Yeah, not I think the I'm going to grab a Siri V and a Liga Pravada Papa Fritas. Take a Siri V number four and a Liga Pravada Papa Fritas. Great idea, right there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm surprised the uh, the feral flying pig. Isn't in that lineup. Yeah. Oh, right. we had some of those in at the shop the other day, Devin. Yeah. And I had I was rearranging in the humidor because I do that because I enjoy doing it. And I had one uh, feral pig left in the box, but I had nowhere for the box, so I bought a feral pig and I need to gift it to you sometime. Okay, I appreciate. Gift to him that. on his uh, on his birthday a week ago. Yeah, no, that'd be great. I, I've been wanting to take one of those. And stick it in my humidor and leave it because right out of the box in the humidor at the cigar shop, everyone I've had has been a hot garbage. And that's you just because I don't like it. That's not because they're not a good stick. I just don't like it. But my buddy, Josh, who he's been a host on the show one time. He's usually sometimes in our audience when we do a live. He's, we hang out and we smoke together a lot. He has the same opinion about the feral flying pig. And he had one sitting in his humidor for, gosh, probably a year, maybe. And 
he went, you know what? I'm just going to try this. And he went, it is not as bad as it was. Like it tastes a lot different. And I'm like, okay, I need to try this. I need, I need to experiment with this. Yeah. I've never smoked one straight out of the box. The only ones I've smoked have had some age on them. Right. If, if you want one, I have a feral pig that's got a year to 18 months on it. Nothing oh, fancy yeah. aging wise, other than being in a humidor for you know, a year to 18 months. I, None of the dry dry aging, none of the cycling, any none of that. But. Well, swap out that new one you bought with the one that's in there, if you don't mind, and that'll be the one I, I attempt to smoke. And, and, and Devin, if I can make a suggestion to you, certainly, if, if you don't mind, I would like to suggest this to you. And and uh, are you off on Saturdays? Typically, yes. Mm -hmm. Typically, you are. Uh, what I would suggest or invite you, challenge you to do, is actually take that cigar and smoke that in the morning okay smoke some morning. coffee that, yeah get you yes that's fine you know uh, uh but that way you're gonna you're gonna get every note of that cigar you're okay. gonna get every single solitary note man that okay. thing's gonna be like a piano to you man okay i yeah. i will take that challenge and uh whenever uh john's able to we're able to exchange it and then uh we'll uh i'll give you my my uh review of it well, I'll have it with me at the shop the next couple of weeks or I'm uh, the, the next time now. we get together for one of our pop-up live shows with a manufacturer, which we're working on one right now. Okay. Right. Excellent. I'll bring right. it to you. Very Sounds nice. like a wiener. Very, very nice. Well, uh, just so everybody knows, this uh, broadcast is brought to you by Vitola Fine Cigars. You can go to their website to order cigars, uh, any purchase over $50 or more, and they'll ship it for free. It's also brought to you by smokingunderground.com. Feel free to go to our website. You will see the links to everything we offer, even uh, links to special cutters and lighters and stuff that uh, we, we got swag. Swag as well. You can get socks. You want some smoking underground socks? You need some smoking underground socks. Heck yeah. Wear those on my head. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. In your giant head. Freaking fire hydrant. Socks, not stockings. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Glad, you, glad you specified that. Thanks. I don't know. Does our uh, does our, our our apparel link have any um, any uh, beanies or anything like that? I can't remember if it does or not, but it can. It should because we're get, we're going to be hitting uh, colder weather in the next you know three or four months, so we need to have that already in there. Yeah, yeah. I I shall do that. Oh, I might yeah. purchase one myself because I'm a. I really like beanies. I'm, that's that's my favorite kind of winter hat. They look good on you too, there, brother. They do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Right, I want. I want a jacket with a smoking underground on the very back of it, back there with a big old logo. Right, big old friggin' logo on the back. That obnoxious logo. Yeah. God, yeah. Pretty See, bad. what I want to do is, I'd love to have a jacket. That's got the logo all the way across the back, and yeah. then right under it is a QR code. So if I'm standing in line and somebody doesn't want to talk, because you know how antisocial people are in beer lines and stuff, they can just put their phone up to my back and scan it and go, oh, okay, uh -huh, yeah, and then walk yeah. away. Yeah, I'm going to have mine with a Venmo code on the back of it. There you go. There you that go. Way they, they, that way they can deposit if they want to. <laughs> I've actually thought about that, to be completely honest with you. It was like uh, for my. Uh, my streaming and my gaming, Arcafire Gaming Network. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. I've thought about putting my putting a Venmo or a Cash App specifically for there mm. that says "Buy me a beer." 
That's a freaking <laughs> great idea, dude. Man, right on my right. back. Or buy me a cigar. Right. You know, right on. Well, I'm down here now to the Hold last last little bit of this cigar, and I got to say, sure. I am thoroughly impressed. Uh, it got even better. After I got right out of the center, it started really opening up. And I'm done with it. It just officially ended. I'm going to do a purge on mine about where you were, uh, yeah. Death, about the last third of it. So uh, a capital cheers to everybody out there. Brought to you by Whiskey Tobacco Fellowship. Uh, thank you, Smoking Underground. Thank you, Gary. Thank you, John. Thank the audience. I appreciate y'all hanging out. Wasted your time with a couple of, well, about three cigar gigs here. That's right. Yeah. Appreciate and, that uh, very much. Thank you, everyone. Yes. That's right. And remember, we'll see you on the next exciting adventure of Smoking Underground. Uh, smoke something nice, pair it nice. Feel free to email us what you think, what you paired it with, because we're making a list. And we'll see you next time on the next show of Smoking Underground. Smoking Underground.